0: Welcome to the show today. It's a snowy Wednesday. <laughs> so not happy. I want the snow to be done. I know. I'm whining, completely. <sighs> Crap My cows are all bedded down in some straw underneath the shed. They're all fine. But, you know, I'm really ready for spring. We've had teasers. It's been nice and warm, and the sun has been shining. And then, yeah, back to cold, not delighted. I really want spring. I mean, the blessing is that it's not muddy. It's still all frozen. (laughs) which is easier to check cows and not be stuck in the mud. It's easier to feed the cows and not be stuck in the mud, but dang it. (laughs) We had spring break over the last week. Kids went back to school yesterday, and it was fabulous. (sighs) Went by fast, though, as these things do. And now back to regular scheduled life. (laughs) Yikes. Oh, well, it's all good, dang it, yeah, as soon as I uh, looked outside, when I went and the kids got on the bus this morning at like quarter after seven and I went out to check the cows, it wasn't snowing yet, and I'm like, oh, I hope we miss it, because sometimes that does happen, and then I wasn't in the house very long, and yeah, yeah, dang it, it's hard to uh, not swear a lot, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I think I have a cat outside who wants in. It makes everybody restless. You know, it's like that winter cabin fever when it's been cold for a long time and you haven't been able to go outside. Or you do go outside, but you have to be bundled up so far that you waddle. <laughs> um, a couple years ago we were out shopping at a PV Mart and there was some Big snow pants on sale and a jacket, and I stocked up because I'm like, you never know. And when you hit a sale on that kind of thing, you tend to jump on it. And I was pretty happy though because I didn't wear it for two years. I wore my lighter outfit that's green and pink. And then this year, yeah, I had to pull out the black and the burgundy. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, the burgundy jacket's my favorite, but yeah, and. It just takes you, you know, an extra twenty minutes to do everything because <laughs> they're thick. <laughs> and so, yeah, waddled around all winter. Yeah, good times. And I was ready for it to be over. Yeah, I'll stop whining about it eventually, or I won't. <laughs> Maybe when the snow quits, man, be like sunshiny. Pretty, pretty princess had her baby yesterday. I did take a picture. I did post it on my Facebook page. Those of you who love my diva, pretty, pretty princess. We had put them all in the kraal because it's so cold. And so she hasn't been able to break into the hay pen and enjoy her bale buffet. I think she's a little perturbed about that. Yep. She's not happy. She's being grounded from her diva energies. And then my my new favorite heifer, it's her first year to have a calf, and I've been waiting impatiently for her to have a baby for a month because she looked close, because heifers, it's hard to judge, right? They can trick you. Susie finally had a baby, and she is the cutest thing ever. A couple days ago, we <laughs> were sitting at the table, and my husband says, okay, so um, we need to tag that. Susie's calf and let them go out with the big herd. So uh, what am I putting on the tag? Hmm, I don't know. So I put the picture on my Facebook page to get help from friends on what to name her. But I just didn't want to. You know why? I didn't want to turn her out yet. I wanted to enjoy her (laughs) a little longer. So guess what happened? So I picked a name. Thank you to my sister-in-law Claudette. Her daughter gave me the name. Willow, and I put it on a tag, and we went to tag her yesterday. And her mom stepped on her foot and just nicked it a little bit. It started bleeding, so she has to stay in because she couldn't possibly go out. She needs to stay in the corral where I could keep an eye on her. I mean, it was just really minor. It wasn't, yeah. I know, right? I didn't do it on purpose, or did I? Ha, 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 ha. All right, chords, grounding, and divinity. So I've been really having to be conscious and aware of grounding my energy this last few months <laughs> for a while. Time really has no meaning to me. It's also weird. But I found that, you know, things have gotten hectic or chaotic, and I really have to work at keeping myself grounded and calmer. Doesn't always happen, though. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to use those pasture words and let her fly. But it's really important that we stay grounded because the whole world is chaotic and hectic, and staying grounded will help you sort through the energies to what's yours and what's not yours. I just got a book in the mail by Denise Lynn called Energy Strands. I am loving it. She has explained things I've tried to explain or understand, and so I like the way she writes. She's very practical, which makes me happy. I don't really love the esoteric, flowery prose. I like practical, simple, down-to-earth, grounded stuff because I I don't have time to sort through the other stuff. It doesn't vibrate with me. Speaking of which, I uh, got an email the other day about a group I used to belong to. Um, They had cowgirls in the name, so I thought, oh, maybe this is a group that I can connect with and, you know, we'll appreciate and understand each other. No. They're, this is going to sound judgy, and I am, but they're just not in alignment with me. They're very, um, I don't even know what the word would be. Mm, I call it flowery, like very, we're connected by a red thread and we're going to support each other and like nothing wrong with that. There's nothing cowgirl in my world of cowgirl, which is very practical and like keeping things grounded because it's my life, right? If I'm not paying attention, things could die here. It's just, it's the truth. And so I don't even know how it ended up that this, group showed back up in my email when I haven't had anything to do with them for probably four or five years. It was interesting to me. Like, Why all of a sudden was I being reminded of that? I think or I feel it's because I've just been guided lately to pass relationships with people and how they've changed and I've changed and we're just not in alignment, I don't know how to put that. No, I do do know how to put it. I just don't know how to put it without sounding judgy and cranky. (laughs) Not everybody's in alignment, right? And I thought, you know, because there was this opportunity to teach with this group, but they're more about painting and poetry and like flowy fabrics and caftans, and oh, we will delight the world. And I say it so sarcastically and cranky because it's just not me. They're a fabulous group, and when I talked with them, they're just not—they're not on the same dimension as I am. I'm way too practical for that type of thing. And so it was a good reminder because I was like, wow, I remember when I found the group and I struggled with joining it and I talked myself out of it a few times, but really I was following my intuition. I just, I, I wanted to belong to a group so bad. I don't do well in group things simply because I am far too psychic. I know too much and I get uncomfortable, it's, it's awkward for me. And so it brought back how, you know, I thought, well, this would be cool, but it wasn't. <laughs> they didn't appreciate me. <laughs> I'm also way too sassy. Way too sassy, and I don't follow the whole love and light movement. It's not my thing. I I don't relate well to prose that is flowery and not to the point. It irritates me. I'm usually in a hurry. (laughs) In life, I'm usually on to the next thing, and so having to stop and translate something, it just doesn't work. But it brought up some interesting energies for me in that I got to see how much I had changed. I'm no longer trying to fit in because I can't, and I don't. I see the world differently than most people, whether that's good or bad it's not the point, I just do, and for the longest time I tried not to, I tried to fit in, I tried to see it the way they see it, and I can see it the way they see it, but that's not where I vibrate, and so I've always been fascinated by energy cords, because you know how you'll meet people and there's that energy cord that makes you happy or makes you uh, nervous makes you uneasy. So this Energy Strand book is so amazing. If you get an opportunity to read it, I do recommend it. Because she's bringing up some interesting points that I've often pondered. Because we can have energy cords to anything. Situations, people, places, objects. You know how some things just vibrate with you and some things just don't. One of the examples she gave is when someone drives your vehicle, someone different, and then it feels different when you get it back. Or how um, if someone else uses your computer and then you go to use it and it's different. The energy signature, the energy vibration of it is different. And we're getting more and more in tune with those things. I use muscle testing when I'm buying anything to muscle test if this is in vibration with me. I use it to buy fridges, washers, dryers, <laughs> cars, cows, horses, all of it. Because there's an energy vibration that will match mine or not. So when all the chaos that's been in my world with the animals, and I'm still very overprotective, I check the cows constantly, I'm worried everybody's dead. <sighs> my son's 4-H, dear. <sighs> He stretches out, and I'm like, oh, no, please don't be. No, 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 and I have to yell at them. Often we would yell at the bulls, are you dead? Because they sleep so hard and they look so awkward. And right now it's not funny, (laughs) so we don't do that. But, um, yeah, he was all stretched out this morning. I'm like, no, 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 and then he looks at me like, whatever, Shannon. I'm still in that energy, and so I'm delighted to be reading this book because I want to try to let that go. I'm very corded to the energy of protection right now. And when I can let it go for a while and be calm and cool and collected, I can see the gifts and things that have happened. So the horse thing, the Palomino horse that we have, if you've been listening to this for a long time, you know that I was really upset a few years ago because we took him to a trainer that was recommended by a family friend, and he had no idea what this guy was actually doing, and our vet, which after that we were done. I will never recommend that. He's actually retired. He actually quit shortly after that. I don't think I had anything to do with it, but I'll accept if I did because this trainer hurt my horse, like permanently damaged him. And so we have to be aware for this horse, and he, he gets sore easy. And I have to tell you, though, the hardest part has been my guilt. Guilt is a powerful emotion. It gets stuck in our energy. I felt so guilty that I put my horse in that position, that I didn't know, that I didn't stop it. When we went to pick him up, I got on him and he wouldn't move. And I was like, no, I was really upset because I knew something was really wrong. And I'd sent my other horse to somebody else who was fabulous. We didn't pick the same trainers because this was my husband's horse. And he felt like he needed a man to train him. And this guy came recommended. What he did is drugged my horse. He also roped him and hurt him. And it was terrible. That guy's no longer in the area because, man, it took everything in me not to track him down and throw a punch him. I was really mad. And I carried that guilt. And so when this same horse got hurt with the fence, and unfortunately we did lose one in that episode, I got to spend a lot of one-on-one time with this horse, nurturing him back to health, still am. And for me, energetically, it's helped me forgive myself. I wasn't supposed to know, right? Even when you're psychic and intuitive, you don't get to know everything about everything because you can't handle it, and we second guess anyway, so we have to learn. But you know what? So right now we're we're bonding, and he, he totally loves me. He's always cuddling up to me every chance he gets until my other big horse, Friday, who needs all the attention, comes and pushes him out of the way because that's who Friday is. <laughs> but I'm getting to bond with Rafi in a different way. And I think I'll be able... I, I couldn't ride him. I felt too guilty. And Rafi holds a grudge. Like, I'm not wrong. <laughs> when we got him neutered, <laughs> I made my husband husband take him because I didn't want him mad at me. And after we got home a few days later, he got an opportunity. He bit my husband for it. Rafi holds a grudge. Kind of like me, yeah. Anyways... I am um, I plan on having him up in the barn as soon as his wound is healed enough and riding him cuz I have a feeling he's supposed that's his is going to be his role in my life. And it's been a blessing for me to bond with him and forgive myself. He forgave me. He didn't feel like you know we did it on purpose. I mean, he might have held a grudge for a while, but but it's amazing how guilt can get stuck in your energy and fester. I could feel it. I knew where it was and I had to work at releasing it and asking him to forgive me. But really it was me forgiving myself. The other gentleman that had recommended him, he was so mad. He uh, he wanted to go track that guy down and beat him up and I mean The guy's 80. Like, it's not a good idea. I had to calm him down. (laughs) Although I, I wanted to also. But, you know, we don't know in the moments or when things are happening, the challenges and the learning. But really, it is about soul growth and learning, and it sucks at times. It really, really does. But then there's blessings and there's gifts in it that we don't know are there until we do. It's this journey. Life is this whole mystery school. Mystery schools fascinating me. Because we don't get to know. We're not supposed to know things that are coming, things that are going to happen to us. Because if we know, it won't have the same effect. And if we know, we won't get out of it what we are supposed to. So as much as we would want to know, Figuring it out is the whole point. But to help us with that, keep your energy grounded as much as you can. Visualize or imagine those big, thick roots deep into Mother Earth. Put your hands in dirt. Have a sea salt bath or shower. Do what you can to clean your aura and ground your energy. And some, some days I'm doing it constantly because I'm feeling a bit battered by energies I'm experiencing, and I need to calm down. Another thing that she brought up in this book is that when we're experiencing energies that we don't like, there's something within us that's attracting it. Um, An example she gave is drivers. So this gentleman at one of her seminars was always talking about women drivers, and every day a woman driver either cuts him off or bothers him or does something every day. And he had that belief, that energy stuck in his self so bad or so intensely that he attracted women drivers who drove badly. Something in him when he believed that, attracted it. And so this is going to be another radio show, that whole concept and exploring it. Martha Beck talks about this a lot. When you're judging something, it's because you have it in you. And it's always fascinated me because I do want to be better, do better. I've done the shadow courses because I wanted to release this energy or not, if not release it, at least understand it so that it doesn't have me curled up in a fetal position crying (laughs) like the snow might be today. I mean, we experience it all. We're here to experience it, and we have to get through the uncomfortable parts because we have to learn about them. And then when we do learn and it's time, we can move on and let go and move on to something else. I've often, you know, just took taken a step back and watched the energies around me or, you know, sort through them. And it, people are so fascinating. They really are. Not always in good ways. But the thing is, everybody everywhere has a reason for doing what they do, and we don't always know what that is. We don't always know the rest of the story, the other side. We only know what we know, what we experience through our own filters. And there's so much more than that. I mean, there are people that intentionally like chaos, but, you know, most of the time they don't even know why. They're not aware that that's feeding them, that energetically they're creating drama or being part of drama because it makes them feel alive. And so we can have compassion for them, but try to stay removed. Over the last couple of years, I've let a lot of people go from my life that were very dramatic and energy draining for me. But I also felt like they needed me. That's my ego. We all like to be needed. We all like to have value. We all like to be worthy. And I felt they needed me. Until something dramatic happened where I was forced to look at it in a different way and realize that I had to walk away. So why do you think we put ourselves in that position where we let it get to that point? Because we don't want to say goodbye. We don't want to let go. We also aren't sure if we are We're the problem or they're the problem. But really it's both, right? We're feeding on each other and not in a healthy way. So we get to look at that and decide what energies we want to keep. What do we want to let go of? What is draining you? Who's draining you? What lifts you up? Who lifts you up? In this crazy, crazy world, we need to become more and more aware what lifts us up, what makes us happy. A friend um, will send me stuff about a former friend every once in a while, and my heart goes out to her a little, (laughs) because I can't trust her, but... um, She's just making some choices that I had hoped over the years she would realize what she was doing to herself, but she's not. And she's stuck in a rabbit hole of victim and thinking, feeling, not being truthful about situations to get attention and to blame somebody else for her business life not going the way she wanted. And it's really too bad because she does have talent when she's doing what she's doing, but she completely sabotages herself. And I walked away quite a long time ago because I, I couldn't help her, and I got to know too much. And I didn't want to be her parent and I was sometimes. I'd be like, that's a very bad idea. You should not do that. And then she would like kind of rebel against me, and it's like, that's okay. You don't have to listen to me, but I can't be part of what you're doing. And I do know, because of my association with her, there's certain people in my industry that don't like me. And fair enough, I accept the consequence of that. It's Whether it's fair or not fair, it doesn't really matter because I chose at that time, and I needed to learn this, and that's okay. It is because there's nothing I could do about it, right? And if I'm supposed to, I will. An opportunity will present itself. But it's so easy to get caught up in stories and victim mode, and I just, I think, or I feel that she is going to go in a more downward spiral. And I'd rather she didn't. It's too bad, but it's none of my business. But I can, oh, maybe that's why things are popping up into my energy and in my emails and stuff. Because the same other group, it was all at the same time that I wanted to be part of. Maybe it's a a reminder not get caught up in that kind of energy again. Because oh, some opportunities are presenting themselves and I'm not sure that I want to take them or not. I guess there's my answer. Not right now. Huh. When something gets stuck in your energy and you can't quit thinking about it, it's because there's a message there for you. And sometimes it takes a little longer than we would like to sort through it and figure it out. And sometimes it doesn't. I tend to want to save the world sometimes. No, not the world. I want women to be successful and have successful businesses. I do. I think they're more than capable. I think they have the power. Because I come from a patriarchal family, and it pisses me off. I was always told that I wouldn't be good enough, or I couldn't do that because I was a girl. Constantly, constantly I was limited because of my sex. And I fought it. (laughs) I'm wrong. That's not how it goes. I do have strained relationships with family members because of it. Because I didn't follow what they wanted me to or they thought I should or who I was supposed to be to fit into their world nicely or whatever it was. And I don't blame them because I don't really think they knew any better, but I did. You know, there's been times in my life where I wanted something so badly and I wanted a certain situation, a certain demographic to work out. I wanted to be there where I was. But it didn't. Like, really didn't. Like, so blatantly obvious that if I wouldn't have walked away and did left when I did, it would have been detrimental to myself. See, there's a pattern, though. I stay until I can't. (laughs) Why? I don't like to give up on stuff. I don't like to give up. I'm very tenacious and determined. And so for me, a lot of the time, it has to explode, implode, before I go, oh, (laughs) right? I've tried to work on that. (laughs) You know, recognizing things before they get that far. Yeah. It's a work in progress. (laughs) Whatever. I'll see how it goes. (laughs) I'll keep you posted. Yeah. I do. I have, like, business relationships and personal relationships that go, 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 and then they explode. And honestly, When I sit now and look back, you know, with that beautiful hindsight and the observer part and did all the work, I can see where it started to go awry, but I wasn't ready to give up. (laughs) But when I am ready, I am done, like done, done, like no second chances, done, done, forget it, the end. But it has to get to a certain point where there's no return. It's just how I roll. Go big or go home? I don't know. (laughs) It's interesting because I had a dream last night. I have this recurring dream about some family members, and it's always dark. It's always uncomfortable. It's always messy, and last night was no exception. They were trying to kill me by pouring gas on me and throwing matches at me. Good times, right? Good times, yeah. But while all this was happening, I look around, and there was a greenhouse. And it was full of green, beautiful plants. And I knew that that was hope. And that it was all going to be okay. Even though I'm running, but someone comes along on a motorcycle and grabs me, it's so like I could go jump in a river to get the gas off. And yeah, good times, good times. And I do have... a. I wouldn't even say turbulent relationship because we just don't have any relationship, like none. I'll be polite and respectful when I see them, but no. And it was choices they made and choices I made. I did what was right for me, but what's right for me might not have been right for somebody else or somebody else might, have, might feel like I abandoned them or left them, right? Right? And I can appreciate that, and I will honor how they feel and not push it. But I am also not going to put myself in a position where I'm trying to make nice with someone who really it's not healthy for me to make nice with, right? That was a harsh thing to learn. And I still am. And I'm not sure what's going on in the world to support this, but if you're like me, you're finding a lot of little situations or things that you thought you dealt with are just popping back up, maybe just as a little test to see how far you've come. I do feel we do that to ourselves. We will attract situations over again similarly to see how well we've done. We like validations. We love them. Let's be real. We want to know we're on the right track. We wanna know we're doing the right thing. We want that big booming voice to tell us we're okay. <laughs> but if that big booming voice did tell us we were okay, we would probably panic. <laughs> Instead of the big booming voice, although I am Claire Audience and I get songs stuck in all the time. Um How about feeling the energy? Yesterday's song was um, Everybody Dance Now. So I danced around my house, danced in the corral, all doing chores. My horses looked at me funny, but whatever. The cows don't, though. I think the cows appreciate it more. Just do. And today's song was Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. So I've been singing that all morning, and I'm not very good at it. But whatever. Whatever. Then I played it so that I could, you know, enjoy it some more. I mean, that song is really great, right? Basically telling you that you're on the right track, you're doing well, things are fabulous, maybe pray a little more, I don't know. I don't always find out why can there until later, although there was that one time when I had this song, oh, what is it? And it was something of the, the, the lyrics about things getting burnt down by One Republic. <sighs> Whatever that song is, the, the lyrics about things burning down was stuck in my head for two days, and then my bail truck caught on fire while I was feeding cows. So, yeah. That didn't make me happy. I, I, it took me a long time to get over that. I had to do the whole two parts fireplace, ash, and one-part sea salt to clear the energy of where it burnt up. Even my horse would spook at that place. I still miss that bail truck. Bessie was so awesome. Our nail bell truck just doesn't have quite the same character. He's fabulous, too, but just differently. I miss Bessie. Yep. Yeah. Chased a lot of coyotes. Mm-hmm. Saved a lot of baby calves. Yep. Yeah. So when things get stuck in your head like songs, listen to the song. See if anything jumps out at, out at you while you're listening to it. If not, just enjoy it. Sometimes I don't figure out what it means. And really, whatever. <laughs> With our intuition and our interpretation, we're not always right anyway. It's, it's learning, it's practicing, it's figuring it out, and it's okay. We don't have to be right all the time because That's too much pressure, too much responsibility. If we were, we would sabotage ourselves because we wouldn't handle it. We just wouldn't. And don't ever forget, you are a spark of the divine. You do have access to all the light you want. We have access to the dark, too, when we want it, even if we don't. it's, It's not either or. It's both. It's all mixed together, some shades of gray. But you are a divine being. And always work at tapping into that energy cord, the energy cord that we have to the universe, the one that gives us that influx of energy that feels so delicious, It feels warm, fuzzy, it feels like a hug. When we're doing meditations and we go to our special place and we feel so safe, so secure, so amazing. We love symbolism and validations, even if we don't always notice them or interpret them correctly. But we don't give up. We're here to learn. We're here to experience. And we are. You can't deny that. And maybe sometimes our experience is just to curl up in the fetal position and cry, Mm mm-hmm, Because it's still snowing. (laughs) Not happy. Oh, well. Maybe I'll go this afternoon if I can carve out some time. I'm behind on a bunch of paperwork that I have to get done this week. But maybe I'll sneak out during one of my cow checks and uh, grab a horse and go in the barn. That would be infinitely more fun don't forget to take the time to enjoy and celebrate the things that make you happy. If it's petting a horse, if it's going for a walk, if it's building a snowman, if it's having a fireplace fire, whatever it is, make sure you carve out the time to do that. So because grounding has come up a lot this week, we are going to do our chakra cleanse. As I was looking through all of my huge book of hypnotherapy journeys, which I love, I kept coming back to the grounding and the chakra. So, so let's just do that. So I want you to shake up your energy and take a moment. Give yourself a big, deep breath. Take a drink of water. Do whatever you need to do to get in the zone. I also find it really easy to go through the brainwaves right now. I'll be in a theta brainwave in like two seconds going, whoa, I need to come back. (laughs) I need to be here for a minute. All right. Here we go. So sit back in your chair, get into a comfortable spot, and cross your legs. Close your eyes. Now begin breathing very deeply taking full deep breaths, and with every breath you exhale, you're going to become more deeply relaxed. Just breathing. Breathing nicely. Taking those moments to just be, to connect to yourself, Let's just take a moment. Concentrate on the top of your head. You'll begin to feel heavy, and this heavy, warm, tingly relaxation feeling is going to move from the top of your head down over your forehead, down over your eyelids and jaw, deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any other sounds except for the sound of my voice. For these sounds are just everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you, but will tend to relax and allow you to go even deeper into this relaxation state. Being here in these moments, not worrying about anything, Just breathing and being. This beautiful feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders, down your back, and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing and breathing becomes deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And this drowsy, sleepy, daydreamy feeling just takes over. You're just feeling good. Deeper and deeper into this relaxation energy. Your arms, your hands, your fingers are relaxing. Your stomach muscles are relaxing. And it moves down into your hips, into your legs. Moving downward through your thighs, into your knees. Feeling the weight of your legs pushing down heavier and heavier. Relaxing deeply, deeply relaxing. And it moves into your ankles, your feet, and into your toes. As you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go, deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, each count will represent deep relaxation, and you're going to feel your body relaxing even more and letting go. Deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you'll be deeply, deeply relaxed. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Now let's visualize or imagine those deep, deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. You're anchored. You're solid. You got this. You can come back to this anytime and just feel that grounded connection. The energy of Mother Earth is yours to share. You get to access it anytime. You just have to want to. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There's going to be two. These balls of energy come into the bottom of your feet, traveling up your leg. You may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Higher into your thighs, and those balls of white light meet at your root chakra. And we're going to clean that root chakra. We're just going to clean it, clean it, clean it until it's nice and shiny and balanced. We want to be balanced and calm. Balancing and cleaning. Nice. Nice. Whew. That one's cleaned and balanced. Let's move up to our sacral chakra. This can be an orange ball of light. Let's clean and balance that one. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Whew. A lot of heavy energies in our chakras today. Let's lighten those up and balance them out. Nice. Great. Okay, let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. It's a yellow ball of light. Let's clean it. cleaning. Cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. A little more on this one. Clean and balanced. one felt a little cruddy today. Try not to let the worries of the world get you down. Nice. Okay. Let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. Let's clean and balance it. Cleaning, cleaning, balancing, nice, nice, cleaning, cleaning. We've got this. Okay, now that that's all cleaned, whew, a lot of heavy energies today. Let's move up to our throat chakra. This is the blue one. Let's clean this one. This one feels a little lighter. We're doing okay in that one. Okay, cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Whew. Nice. All right. Now that, that one's all clean, let's go higher to our third eye chakra, located in the forehead. This one's the darker purple indigo. Let's clean that one. Cleaning, 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 cleaning. If you find yourself sighing a lot, make sure you ground your energy. All right, now that one's nice and clean. Let's go up to our crown chakra. Let's clean this one. When I'm feeling overwhelmed with energy and extra tired, I put on a hat to protect my crown chakra. Let's clean this one. Cleaning and balancing, cleaning and balancing. Cleaning, cleaning Nice Cleaning, cleaning One is clean. Let's visualize or imagine that ball of light above the top of our head. And we're going to move it down and infuse everything with clarity on our way by. Moving down through your forehead, down through your face, down through your throat. Energizing and clarifying. Down through your chest. down through your tummy, stopping at your pelvis, that ball of light splitting into two, moving down, down your thighs, through your knees, down your shins, your ankles at the bottoms of your feet grounding you and balancing you using mother earth grounded and balanced we got this guys all right well again thanks for listening i'm gonna go make a snowman shovel my deck check my cows you know enjoy the snow day said very sarcastically i hope you have a wonderful wednesday for Full of clarity and wisdom and um, I'll be back next week bye bye you have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman practical insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey to connect with Shannon directly visit psychiccowgirl.com that's P S Y C H I C C O W g-i-r-l dot com Hear that? It's the sound of ATM fees taking a bite of the things you buy with your cash. Luckily, with a TD Unlimited checking account, you pay no TD fee at any ATM in Canada. Open an account today. TD, ready for you. You may pay a fee to a non-TD ATM provider.